Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And welcome to The Wibs. Today we are speaking about communication styles and why they're so important. Yes. So there are a couple of differences in our communication styles. Are there not, Natasha? Oh, very, very different. And I think it's <laughs> kind of like how we use them differently as well. Like phone, text, Slack, all of the above. Responding in 30 seconds, responding in three business days, that, all the good stuff. That is all a part of communication. And I feel like we don't kind of put it all together, but it is. And we just wanted to kind of, I think we're all bombarded by so many different communication styles every day. I don't know about you, but I get WhatsApp messages, emails, texts, everything, Slack, Teams. If you're working with clients now that have Teams, like you've kind of got to be a jack of all trades with communications these days. And I feel like you can get very, very overwhelmed. So we wanted to chat today about the different kind of communication styles, what to do about them and tell you a little bit about ours. Yes. So full disclosure, the inspiration initially behind this episode was listening to another podcast. I I will find the show notes on this, but there was essentially this person that came on this episode and was talking about how she was a phone call expert. So she was basically her whole entire job was to be a person that trained someone on how to answer and take phone calls, which got me thinking, I really like phone calls. Could this be a new career path? You are (laughs) a phone call person. I know we've spoken about this before, but I don't care. Like I just, okay, let's let's just go into who we are as humans. Yeah. Um, I will only, like if I call my mum, my mum's like, is everything okay? Like she will have to sit down before answering my call because she's terrified. She's like, you do not call me just randomly out of the blue. Mm -hmm. I know I need to get better at that. I understand. But I am, I was talking about my friends over the weekend and then my best friend turns around to me and he's like, Oh yeah, I noticed that. He's like, you don't really small talk, do you? I was like, ouch. I was like, wow, I'm exposed. Because I don't really, like for me, communication is a means to an end mm-hmm. when you're not together. When we're together, absolutely. Oh my God, let's 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 organise, you know, I'll give you all undivided attention. We'll be in each other's space, all of that. But I just feel like when we're at home or when it's like that, it's just kind of like, all right, let's just get to the good stuff. Let's not fluff about. Yes. Okay. That's, that is, Harsh. I understand. that is one communication style. And you know what? No judgment here. I get it. That's a very efficient way of being. I on the other What's hand. What's yours? Tell us <laughs> yours, Betty. <laughs> I, okay. My communication style is loves a phone call. Mm. I find it, I just find it easier to explain myself when I'm talking to someone either face to face or over the phone. Because this is why you're on a podcast. <laughs> exactly. Just this bitch loves to talk. Okay. Just let her chat. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to be myself. No, but I I do find a lot of the times other types of communication are very cumbersome. So email, it's like I'm going to like spend 20 minutes writing an email when it could have just been a phone call that takes five minutes. You're right. No, no, no. I I agree with that. I agree with that. I think the way I think about it is that I could be – doing other things whilst doing the email. So maybe like on the call or this or that. Like I find it really – I I feel like phone calls actually take longer because I feel like I have to be really polite. Maybe it's a people pleaser thing, but like e- emails, I can just be like, "Hey, I need this by then." Whereas if I was to call you, I'd have to ask for your time. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, just for the record, that's why no one gets phone calls from Natasha. She cannot be fucked asking you for your day. No. 
I hate myself. I actually, I'm saying this out loud. I'm like, I actually hate no, myself. Don't be. No, no, this no, is no. It's not that. I will ask your day, absolutely, through a text. <laughs> That's my communication, okay? Text, I will know about it. Like, yep, yep, cool, cool, cool. Like, text, I will text you about your day. And I will care, I promise. Wow, but thank you. it's just the phone calls. And it's not, when I'm saying this, it's not so much like family members. I know I don't call my mum enough. I am so sorry. Um, but I'm, I'm trying. I'm learning. I'm growing. Mm-hmm. But I think I need to get better at the calling people, like calling, um, you know, when you need something done faster, potentially that calling piece is better. I'm also completely front-facing with everything I do. Like I speak to clients every single day. So sometimes yeah. it's just kind of like I need a break, please. And I think that in our dynamic, when when it was a like a, a manager-employee type of relationship, you were great. You always answer my phone calls. <laughs> I answered. No, when we said, but you know what though? I mind. Like it's, it's fine. Phone calls are fine. It's just I think people prefer different things. Yeah, and I agree with that. But I do – I did find that when we were doing that, we would end up branching off onto a myriad of other topics. But we always got a lot out of it and I felt like those phone calls would be even that we'd get to the point of what we were calling or what I was calling for, not you. Yeah. And then we would move on and then we would actually able to address a couple of other things because I would be less inclined to want to email and ask a million questions. Yeah. I think I would be like, oh, this is a lot. This is almost even bothersome. But if I'm on the phone, it's very casual to me. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, what do you think about this? And oh, by the way, I was working on this. And what about that idea? Yeah, I just yeah. felt like it was a very natural style. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. And I think I just get off track. I can get, I'm like, have you seen those <laughs> those photos where it's like, do not just, do not like talk to this person because you can get distracted by like a peanut. Yeah. That is me. I can get, that's, and I think knowing my personality and knowing that once I am on that call, I could be on the phone to you for hours, just talking so mm. much smack, which is fine. I love that. Let's, let's go for it. But I get exactly what you're saying. And I think- when the my preference for emails comes in the sense of I like coming be able to come back to something. So if it is work related, I like being able to have a point of what we spoke about. Mm-hmm. And in an email, in a phone, you've got to then write out what you were talking about. Whereas in an email, it's all there. I can then come back to it and be like, okay, we spoke about this. Or if you've got all those emails questions for me I'm like oh beautiful they're written out I can now take time to research them and come back to you make sure that they're all answered so I think it's just like it's just preference it's just and how your brain works like you're you can be very on the fly and that's like that's amazing I'm just I just don't work as well on the fly I need that like um I don't know maybe like point to go back to like base camp to go back to where I'm like if you need something from me I need it written down but that's actually a really good point and I think that this is why we wanted to talk about this particular topic today because there's merit in all styles Mm. and there's also I found that for me yeah I'd love to be able to pick up the phone all the time chat it through get it done move on but there are times where I need to send an email or I need to send a Slack message or I need to see someone in person or have a phone call whatever it might be so I think what we wanted to really address today is these types of communication style, it's okay to have a preference, but when should you be looking at your email, your Slack, your phone calls, or your in-person one-on-one kind of meeting? And yep. and the, I guess the occasions that we, what you should be doing that for. It's like, let's take away personal preference. You've heard ours now. Yeah. Um, now it's more like, okay, holistically, when is the best time to use these different forms of communication? So mm. let's start with phone communication. Take ourselves out of it. What do we think the best way to use that is or the best time to use that I think that if it's more of a important kind of conversation maybe more of a intense conversation I find that yes I have a preference for doing it for absolutely everything but I think this is one thing that you taught me as well when you're having something very like intense or maybe a bit more serious you just pick up the phone and have a discussion about it yeah I think take emotional 
conversations rather in person or in the phone. I'm a huge believer mm-hmm. of that despite everything I've said. I think if I don't slack messenger, you can just sound really mean sometimes or, you know, things you, you can just sound like what you don't want to sound like essentially because you just sound so direct and so unemotionless. And if you sometimes you read it, you're like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe they said that. Mm. If you're ever feeling like that, pick up the phone and just be like, hey, I just read your message. Is everything okay? Yeah. Are we cool? Is everything good? Because I think you'll find nine out of ten times that person's like, oh, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I was just in a meeting, so I was. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it's like tone can't be picked up as, as mm. easily or at all over Slack or over text or over email. So when you've got something that might be a little bit dicey, pick up the phone nine times out of ten, it, you're going to get a better result from it because you can also have a bit of dialogue, have that back and forth. You're not sitting there in, in anxiety waiting yeah, for the reply either. Just spiralling, thinking, oh, my God, they hate me. What am I going to do? All of that. I also think it's for anything in, like an emergency. Obviously, you need to pick up the phone. You yeah. can't just urgency, be like, hey, I really yeah. need this right now um, in a text message. Like that's yeah. just – Weird, but I think I think that I also think that you know when it comes to negotiating a deal, when it comes to result, like what you said before, like those anything that requires impact, I think a yeah. call is necessary. It's the impact or the urgency piece. I think is where you pick up the phone, and that, and if you have those guidelines for it, I think it does get a lot easier with practice because I know a lot of people can feel. Um, quite nervous about picking up the phone sometimes and I, I promise you that the more you do it the, the more pra- well practiced you are at it the easier it gets each time you're right about the phone thing I know that people like we're not used to it as much anymore and I, I'd love to see what what happens in like 10 years time and how many people are picking up the phones I know when we were coming up with our sales strategy for you know we we put a lot into cold outreach which was calling and calling and calling and that used to have such a huge success rate um, and then we kind of switched back to more of a digital way because people weren't picking up their phones as much anymore. People didn't want to answer the phone. They didn't want to be talking to a human, which is so bizarre. Or they did, but they want to do it through live chat. Like our live chat skyrocketed, but the answer to the calls was going down. And you look at that, you're like, oh, okay. It's yeah. like where life's heading. Yeah, I, I think so. Look, And the other thing is, and this is where it comes into, okay, the Slack or the instant messenger like communication versus an email. So I feel like where we have that missing piece and where that gap is between that instant and expected immediate reply for your communication and the emails that are a little bit more formalised, a little bit more thought out, a little bit more well approached. So I think that where you are collaborating with your team or your, I guess, anyone in your immediate network, I think instant messenger like platforms, whether it be Slack or Teams or whatever you're using, really great approach to be able to go for quick kind of, um, things that need almost like an immediate answer, but they can be relatively informal. So we'll give the example here of if we have an, an out of stock product on our website, for mm-hmm. example, and we need to figure out whether or not we have enough stock to be able to fulfill orders or if we need to be able to put more inventory back on the website. That's a great example of where Slack is a perfect instant communication because yeah, we can go back and forth and it's super easy and quick. Where I find and what what I think email is more useful for when, when you're writing down having to think about something is where you kind of need those answers to your point before that that piece to come back to that place where you can have it stored and you can yeah. have your questions answered as a back and forth and, and bulleted out. I think it's a great uh, email is a great place to use as like that um, anchor point, but also as a summary place. So it's like Absolutely. this is what's happening. This is my update rather than yeah. a question back and forth. I feel like text the, the benefits of text communication and the ways to use it is exactly like what you said. It's kind of like prompts versus, mm. um, you know, deep and meaningful conversations mm. or lengthy actionables. I think 
like when I when you think about how you use text messages, it's more like of a prompt, like we need to do this or we need to do this, or to collaborate. I love the I love the idea of collaboration. And then when it comes to a consideration for email, I think it's I think emails. You're right. I think it's for you know the the spot checking, the note taking. But I also think that you know you can't send a proposal through voice. You can't send no. a you know the emails. I think will always have a place. I remember when Slack came in. Um, when when we integrated Slack into the workplace, it was like, oh, why do we need this? Like, why do we need this? We've already got emails. And it was so interesting because I remember our emails used to be so full. Like we would get hundreds a day. And since implementing Slack, we went down to like, you know, 10 to 20 emails a day. And that was because people knew that if it was something that required like a footprint, Mm. a written footprint to put in an email. But like what you said before, if it's conversational, you can just pop it in Slack and it's like, okay, let's all collaborate. Let's all do it. It's still a paper trail should we need to find it, but it's just a bit easier. I can't imagine businesses that operate now without some kind of instant messenger communication, especially since like going through lockdowns and having to work remotely, that kind of thing. It's, um, I can, I can only imagine what our inboxes would look like because I was never within the business at a time that Slack wasn't there. And I, I just don't, like I would get hundreds of Slack messages oh a day. There's so much back and forth. Yeah. Everyone, and it would just be so much easier to miss something if yeah. if it was all over email. And I think that's, that's a big point that I want to make. Like we had maybe about a year ago, there was one really big project that we were working on. We were collaborating with an external department. And so there was an email chain. I think it got up to like 270 oh, emails. It was goodness. like a piece of product development we were working on. And it was great because everyone was across it. But I don't actually think anyone read those emails yeah, unless yeah. you were the one immediately actioning and replying each time. So I feel like I'm setting, shooting out these messages into the void. And what I probably should have done in hindsight is looked at that email as a place to to put information as like just key updates rather yeah. than conversation back and forth. And that would have been if I had that team involved on Slack, that would have been a great prompt to have everything back and forth so it's still in a level of being in writing and being documented, less formalized, less junk in everybody's inbox. And then when it got to the point of project stage updates, hey, guys, this is where we're at week one, this is where we're at week two, rather than, you know, a 200 chain of emails that no one's actually going to read until they get to the last one that says, yep, ticket's done. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes when you've got those emails with like, I don't know, five to ten people in it, everyone's just like, oh, well, they haven't said it to me. So yeah. we'll just let one of the other guys do it. Like, because it's not, it's, it, there's, there's a lack of accountability there in some yeah, of those 100%. emails. I remember, I know the chains that you're talking about, and you look at it and you're like, who's doing what? And it's very hard to, to, to project manage in an email. That's not a very easy mm. place to project manage because people, like, then you have, God bless, you have like the old ducks that like will reply, and I'm now considered an old duck, mind you, but will reply um, to just like one person. And like, or they'll do the whole reply all to everyone. Like emails, I feel like there's just so much like so much that could go wrong with really, really important information. Whilst yeah. we say it is important, one thing that I always do with emails is always follow up in a text as well. Like I, if it's an important email, there is no chance you're just getting that email from me. I will text you straight after and be like, hey, did you get this? Yes, I am that person. And I know people hate that person. I, I aware. I'm, look, this is like an open therapy session for no, me right cool. now. Safe space. You be Safe you. space. But I just to make sure that I don't have to reply straight away. That's not the expectation, but I just want to make sure that if there is important information, I do use text as that tool to just kind of follow up and be like, hey, just send you an email. Oh, good if you haven't got it. No worries. Mm. A lot can happen. Junk mail, reply to all, wrong email address. All of those things can happen. It's always good just to follow up in text. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like it's not something I do, but it's something that is nice when you're a person that might be forgetful, yes. just to have that little bit of a buffer, a bit of a reminder. But I think when we when we break it down like that, when we look at our communication styles, we know that the phone calls, the in-person stuff is for the personal, the important, the things that are urgent and, and immediate. Mm-hmm. That's when you do your phone calls. When you've got your instant messenger, your back and forth there for conversations that you need something maybe to be able to refer back to in writing. Yep. But it's a more of a um, conversational conversational back and forth. Exactly. And the email is for is great for the organizations, the summaries, the being able to have questions answered back and forth, but having a place to refer back to quite easily, easy to track, easy to log and follow. And then I think um, this is nece- isn't necessarily a communication piece, but I think it's a great, um, great tool for when you're working with these different platforms, because to your point, people are contacting you everywhere at the moment like Mm -hmm. I feel like there's you know if just for your personal life there's socials there's all of that happening but there's also all the types of things that can happen at work in terms of communication styles so I do feel like a great way to sort of bring everything all together is if you are working on collaborative tasks on projects being able to have your to-do lists and your I guess your collaborative things in a project management tool like Asana and I know we've spoken about it before but I do think it's worth repeating when we're thinking about emails and slack and communication because sometimes those can get lost in the void oh absolutely and I don't know like you know um like before I go to bed I have to have I kind of one red thing there's there's two there's different people and I can't have that but that wasn't that was becoming extremely unrealistic the more apps I had the more like you think about something like LinkedIn when you get like a LinkedIn um, notification like they're not necessarily important things you need to action so I went into notifications and I went and hid all the ones that I don't necessarily need to be actioning so like Instagram um, Facebook LinkedIn um, all the ones that yeah aren't actionables they're more like social which I'll check because I want to because I want to see what everyone's doing and how it's going rah rah but for there's certain ones that I took off I even took off like slack from my apple watch because oh my goodness if I had kept that on there I would literally be getting buzzed every yeah. five minutes and I'd be like having like a like a mental it's too looking, much. Looking at it, like if you're getting shocked every single time. Yeah, you're like vibrations are too messaging much. messaging you. Yeah, I feel like you're not going to have a, a positive response. So, yeah, I think it's – you're right. And it's about like collating it all into one area or just working out exactly what is important and what isn't because otherwise you're going to stretch yourself so thin with all the different forms of communication that you're not going to be communicating effectively back. Yeah, I 100% agree. So I feel like this is a very constructive episode. Like these, we've given the people tools and examples of what they, they need to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. And we'd love to hear your communication style. Um, please let us know. Please tell me I'm not alone. And <laughs> and Penny, the call, they've got the phone caller and the – I don't I call don't for everything. Myself. I just – I have my people. You don't? And I, oh, well, I like calling you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. I if you um if you have any feedback about what type of communication style you are, please hit us up, message us. We want to know that we are not alone and we will be in your ears next week for another Wednesday whip. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.